Today is January 23rd, and it is a voicemail episode. We are talking about whatever you guys would like us to talk about. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name's John Boy, and I got my co-host and good old friend Jake with me. I'm in in the Bronx, the Bronx. Jake's in the Denver. It's a nice Thursday evening afternoon for Jake. How you doing? Hello. That made me sound like I'm good. Yeah, um, that that sounded like high spirits. Yeah, I'm uh yeah, I'm under a lot of spirits right now. Um no, I'm good, man. I'm I'm a little juiced up for the voicemail episode. I feel like I give this same spiel almost every voicemail episode, but I mean, this is like this is this is uh this is a hanging curveball for you and me. We're going to get some silly ones, we're going to get some baseball questions, and we're we're about to kill it. We're about to kill it. Yeah, a little info uh, producer Luke is back at college again and swamped. Loser. Loser. So I had to I had to screen all the voicemails, which sucks because I already know what they're going to say. Oh, let's yeah. cancel the episode. Yeah, thank you. This was talking to Yanks. Thank you. Tell them Yanks. Leave a five-star review. Go Grams. Go Grams. Just say, say canceled episode. Five-star yeah. review. <laughs> canceled episode. Yeah. No, this episode won't be canceled because it's brought to you ah. by Verboten. Joey Kahn. Dimitri Chucklin, Sean Gilmore, Christian Villegas, and Luke Rella. Those are our most recent patrons. Patreon.com slash Talking Yanks, $2 a month. Thank you very much. Why are you shaking your head? Appreciate you, Verboten. Verboten. So you're shaking your head at Verboten? No. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Jake, do you have anything you want to talk about before we get into the voicemails? You just want to dive Ooh. right in. Jeter's a Hall of Famer. Did we talk about that? Yeah. Uh, you know what we didn't talk about? His what? quotes, his answers yeah. to the media. They're amazing, man. I forgot. I forgot Dude. how great he is. And no, it's nuts. I saw it was some, I think it was a real blue check mark. I said someone, a real blue check mark said something along the lines of like, uh, why? Why does? Why do people love Derek Jeter? Like he never really let the media in. Blah blah blah. And I almost went at him because it was before it got announced. I was like, no way, dude! Like Jeter was the goat of the media. Um, and then yeah, he just he showed it. He brought it. He brought it to the media field, and he dominated. It was fantastic. I was like, yeah. I mean, asking Jack Curry if he was the one that left him off the ballot. I mean, the whole thing is just—it's clockwork. He's great. He's fantastic at it. You yeah. know, I gave the whole spiel, don't talk bad about my God last episode, and now, like, Jeter rewards me for it. You're not my boss. You're not my God. <laughs> I forgot about Bagel Boss. <laughs> yeah, he's coming back. <laughs> You're not my father. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was awesome. Yeah. All right, let's get into the first voicemail. Here it is. Sports. Talking yikes. It's been a while. The bottom line is, You've been spending a lot of time with this lady, Jim. You're a member of the John Boy Media News Team. We need you. Hell, I need you. I'm a mess without you. Miss you so damn much. This is Katie, and I got some questions. Number one, could Luis Severino finally have the breakout year we've all been waiting for because of the spotlight now? Point at our new best friend today, tomorrow, forever, Garrett Cole. Number two, where's David Hale? And number three, why do you think Cash didn't trade away that that damn player we always talk about? I don't even want to say his name out loud, but he's got red hair, takes too many pictures of his stupid-ass cats. As you can tell, I'm glad the voicemail episode's back. March 26th can't come soon enough. TD, it's a nice anchorman opening. Champ kind. TD's always going to bring it. You know that. Hey, uh, I'll start with Luis Severino. Yeah. 
he's already had the breakout season. <laughs> um, like, he, he had, you know, 2017, 31 starts, 298 ERA, um, 230 strikeouts in 193 innings. That's, you know, about as top tier as a pitching season could come. Um, I think some of the playoff stuff has been multiplied, and I, I know you were very firm on this, Jim, and I think the story has changed a little bit because I think two of his I, – I think like three of his six playoff starts are against Houston or something like that. Oh, really? Uh, there are there is some like ridiculous too. Let me see if I could get there quick enough. See if um, you can get there. I'll race you. I'm there. Let's see. In 2017, he had two starts. So he's got the famous his first game ever. He gets knocked around by Minnesota. We all remember that. Jitterbug. Um. And then he got rocked by Boston. Um. But yeah, he he had two starts. Um. In the 2017 ALCS against Houston. They were kind of solid starts, but they weren't dominant. But also, those guys were cheating. So it's—I I mean, it's tough to not put all this, all this no, stuff together. Play, no, his playoff starts are bad. Even if you take out those Astros ones, the rest are all. He's—he's he's only gone. He's only finished the fifth inning one time. So Severy in the playoffs still has a lot to do. I mean, he's supposed to be fucking a, a dude. Like, you know, he turns into uh, a pseudo-opener in the playoffs. And, and there's a lot of injury stuff. And 2018, he, like, wasn't himself. 2019, he had two regular season games beforehand. And 2017, well, that, there's, a, there's excuses if you want to make excuses. But Savvy in the playoffs, I still think, you know, we need to see a lot more. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, he limped in in 2018, 2017. He obviously had the disaster. Then if you look, his Cleveland start is a good one, and his two other starts were against the literally cheating Houston Astros. Uh, 2018, his whole season was fucked towards the end, and last year he got 12 innings before the playoffs. So, you know, Luis Severino, if he's healthy, like, <laughs> you shouldn't really doubt that this dude should shove except for – that kind of end of 2018, which was a little weird. Um, but, yeah, uh, Sevy's good. Great number two starter. Sevy's the best. I mean, he didn't have pressure on him to be the dude in 2017. He broke camp with as, like, the fourth starter. Right. And he became a stud. 2018, he has all the pressure on him, and his first half is amazing, and then the second half is terrible. 2019, all the pressure on him. This will be the first season where – He's not expected to be the ace. Yeah, and I mean, he only had one season where he was expected to. Well, if he was and, healthy last year. And he still year. had a pretty badass season. <laughs> 2018? Like with, with one of the worst stretches a, a pitcher had for a month and a half, he still had a really nice season. So, yeah. All right. 26-year-old part- Luis Severino next season. It would be really cool if he shoves. F- birthday's coming up, Jim. February 20th. Nice. Damn, I was going to say two days after Didi's birthday. We'll be is, there. We'll have to wish him a happy birthday. We will have to wish him a happy birthday. We'll be ah. in Tampa. Wow. We'll throw a ball to him that says happy birthday on it. Happy birthday, Savvy. I still like that gag of throwing balls to the players. Yeah. Here you go. Signed it. Sign this one for you, Judge. And toss it to I him. I think it's technically throwing stuff on the field, which I think is highly shunned upon. No, you just have to get their attention and be like, Judge, Judge. And then you do the arm motion. And then he's like, okay, I guess I have to catch it if you're going to throw yeah. something at me. And then he catches it, and you're like, look at it, look at it. And then he looks at it, and it's just a random fan signature. And you're like, he looks back at you all confused. You go, I signed it for you, dude. Yeah. And then he's, we were trying yeah. to do that you're last year. You're kicked out of the training. stadium, absolutely. <laughs> it's a good. It's a, absolutely. It's a, I think it's a good one. I like it. Yeah. All right, as for TD's next point, David Hale, elected mm-hmm. free agency and I think he's still a free agent. He's I mean, gonna... he just ends up on the Yankees. We'll we'll see him in May. He was projected to earn 900k in arbitration. Mm, he's a free agent. Yeah, they'll bring he'll, him back. Uh, he'll yeah. be in the pen in May. Don't yes. know how he gets there, but he'll be there. Yeah. Top comment on MLB trade rumors. Again, using the verb elected, he was fired. Tough. He's on the Yankees in May. We passed it. Then uh, Clint Frazier was his next question. Why didn't they try to trade him? He doesn't have no value. Much, no value. So no one, no one wants him. They tried to trade him at the trade deadline. No one wanted him. Tough. Next voicemail. 
Hey, fellas, it's Boobox. You're catching me live from a snowplow. A couple things here. Uh, you know, you guys should really think about having a uh, an event, live event in Nebraska. I mean, Jake's got to come through here to get to the East Coast. So, you know, just something to think about. I'm here. Those runzas. I know you guys just couldn't get enough of those when you stopped how many years ago. Just something to think about. Um, another thing here, if you listen to the last episode, I think it was the last episode of R2C2, CC kind of mentioned about how the twins picking up Donaldson, how that, you know, that kind of scares him. I just kind of wanted to know, is that something, are you guys scared of the twins? Is that, are we going to be scared of the twins this year? Or is that, is that real? Or, because I really don't see it. So, but that's me. Uh, yeah. Keep it up, fellas. Love everything you're doing. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for 2020 baseball season, boys. We're getting there. Slowly but surely, it's coming up, boys. Here we go. Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, Yanks! Boobock riding around in the snowplow. No, I, I don't know if we're at the, if we're fact or fiction here because if anyone's a new listener, Boobock calls a lot. He's a great yeah. guy. Uh, and Jake and I always pictured him riding like a lawnmower or a tractor as he yeah. called in. And we don't know if that stems from an original call when he was doing that and it's yeah. fake news. And now I don't know if Boobock's playing into the fake yeah. version that now he's on a snowplow. Or there, it might be real that he really was could on have been using a snowplow. He could have been really on a snowplow. So <laughs> I don't know about that. Live show in Nebraska, you want to go? I mean, he said, think about it, and I will think about it. I mean, you have to drive all your stuff away. Yeah. I mean, what what would be better than driving all of my possessions, dog and girl across the country, and just stopping in Nebraska and doing a little live show? Well, why don't you just drive it up to Boobock's house and set up outside of his driveway and just do a 10-minute show, dude? At least you can just do. Just do it. No, yeah, I'm, uh, all all parties would be happy about that. So I'm. I said we'll think about it. That's all he asked. Okay, good. It's being thought about. And what was the next question you had? Uh, he said CC mentioned on R two C two that like the twins need to be taken more seriously with Donaldson. Oh, am, oh, are we scared of the twins? Is that something yeah. we're doing? I'm not scared of the twins until I need to be scared of the twins. Okay, A- and that doesn't happen until they beat us in the playoffs. Like, yeah. up until they beat us in the playoffs, maybe if we're down 2-0 in the ALDS and the Twins are up 2-0, maybe I'll be scared then. I, I honestly think that's what it would take. It would It would take – I mean, the thing with the Twins is they're pitching. Um, they, they genuinely set the ML record for most home runs in a season last year. They got dudes who can hit – and Donaldson is a dude. I mean, we we talked about it on Talking Baseball. Donaldson will give them more of an edge. He's a guy that plays with that. And, I mean, he's a guy that won an MVP. Like, when Josh Donaldson right is right, he's a dude that's in another tier of players. So, um, he's a definite weapon for them. But it, it comes back to pitching. I mean, they had nobody in their bullpen that scared us. Barrios is the only guy that, I mean, maybe he can find another level to his game and become more of a scary starter. Oda Rizzi's a solid dude. He's in a contract year, but he doesn't scare you come a playoff game. Um, so if Barrios takes a leap and they get a couple scary arms, whether bullpen or another starter, then we can talk. But otherwise, no. 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 Next voicemail. Hey, John Boy and Jake. It's Mike from Conshohocken, Pennsylvania. I'm a new listener, so maybe this is something uh, you've gone over extensively. But what's the deal with Stanton not being able to round third uh, on home runs? Uh, I feel like you guys could do a whole episode on this and how weird it is. Or maybe could you bring Nevs back on and uh, have him sort this out? Because I really think it needs to be addressed before the season. Thank you. Um. Isn't it part of what he does with Nevin? Doesn't the he handoff? Like, yeah, he the stutter steps handoff. into the handoff, right? Yeah. So it's not that he he can't round third. He he has a a football a handoff. He does. Yeah, unless there's something else we're totally missing, but I feel like we're I, pretty I, locked in. Yeah, I was trying to find. I was trying to find a gif I have of it, because I think I think he just he slows down his feet. So he can get set, 
for the football handoff. For the handoff, yeah. And, and dude, you know what we should have asked Nevin? Like, when are they going to run a play action on that? Mm. Isn't that, like, long overdue? I think Giancarlo's kind of a power back, man. I think you want to feed him. Feed him the pass. I think he's close to scoring. You're feeding him on the goal line. I don't know. I think you gotta you gotta fake the handoff once, otherwise everyone knows what's coming. You know. By the way, I don't, I don't know if you saw this. I had a big baseball needs to have more fun moments today, and we'll talk about it with Giancarlo getting the handoff at third. Dan Zimborski, I posted it on on my Twitter. He's a baseball nerd legend. I think he's a big Zips guy. Uh, runs a pretty weird Twitter if you're up for that. But uh, he posted a video of him like playing one of the MLB games, and he's like, "How how much would this get you hit by a pitch?" And it's a guy who's like, he tumbles over second base when rounding the bases, and he tumbles home, and he does like a bird fly thing, and it's ridiculous. It's a video game, and it's someone being silly. But I, if you take a step back, as long as you get around the bases. Like, what's the harm? Like, why aren't we doing more celebrating? Like, as long as it's not mocking the pitcher and the other team, like, let's have a blast out there. Like, if someone's signature thing was they round the bases in timely fashion and then they tumbled over home plate, like, you'd have little leaguers doing that. It's a good time. Like, that's their signature. And it's, who is who does that offend at all? What if they get hurt? I mean, that's on them. What if you get hurt, you know, Taking de- deer meat up your stairs. You could get hurt doing anything. Well, I'm talking about the little leaguers. I don't think I mean, little kids are going to be taking step. deer meat. You think you There's... think little leaguers have more of a chance of getting hurt tumbling than pros? No way. Yeah. Can you see uh, Stan the handoff? I mean, I've been seeing it. I know, but I have it on the screen for anyone watching live. And you can see Nevin sets up down the line, so he's got to make a sharp right angle. He can't come at that loopy doopy. So it's not right. that he can't round third. It's that it's part of his thing with Neff. It's the thing. So uh, we got to the bottom of that. And got like, it. That's f- Thanks for a new caller. Fantastic. Yeah, new listener, new caller. And, you know, we had the answer for him immediately because that's just how it goes. Now I got to set up the next voicemail, which is titled. Do you want to know the title? What's the title? Cole and Pine Tar. Here we go. Hey, John Boy and Jake. Uh, first of all, congrats on the office. Uh, so my question is, uh, I've been hearing a little bit about Garrett Cole um, potentially having some kind of rosin, some kind of performance-enhancing gripping agent um, while with the Astros. I know Trevor Bauer accused him of that uh, earlier. Um, so I just wanted to ask if you guys think there's any validity to that. I saw that his pitch repertoire changed from mostly sinker to a lot of fastball when he went from the Pirates to the Astros, so that might have explained things. But is there any chance you guys think that Garrett Cole might have been cheating and he might not be the same pitcher with the Yankees? I really hope not, but see what you guys think. All right, thanks. See you. Thanks for the call. Uh, I do think Garrett Cole was using pine tar because – you can watch him pitch and become absolutely certain that he is, as is James Paxton and every pitcher besides Trevor Bauer. Um, they all use pine tar. And the thing about pine tar is, sure, it's technically cheating. It only gets enforced if the opposing team tells the umpire to enforce it. So at any time, any player can be caught if the other team wants them to to get in trouble, but that's not something that you want because then they'll point the finger right back at you, and then you got a Mexican standoff. The uh, Steinbrenner quote I say a couple times during the season is Steinbrenner called down one time, um, RIP, George, the boss, and I think it was Billy Martin or one of the managers he fought with all the time, and he goes, the other pitcher's using pine tar, go get him, <laughs> and and uh, Billy Martin or whoever it was says it back, and he goes, yeah, our guy needs it more than his. Um, I, I think the topic in baseball that I, I was surprised that a Bauer outage put out there was there is a new form of chemical pine tar that's like, I, he, he tweeted it out. I, I forget the recipe, but it's like melted Coca-Cola, something else, and when it's, you uh, add it. Yeah, Coca-Cola, it, pine tar, rosin. And you boil it up into like a hard substance that, you know, I think the Astros and other teams like contain and keep in like a container in the dugout. 
Yeah, and I, I think Bauer said this. I think he said this on part of my take the other day. Um, like he used it and he got like 400 more revolutions on his pitches and stuff like that, which again, if you're not in the advanced, you know, technology baseball world, that's significant. Um, so yes, I, I think Garrett Cole was using different stuff. Um, it, it turns in it, let, let's leave it at the pine tar debate. So wherever you stand on pine tar and baseball guys use it. Every guy, pretty much every guy uses it, and you should kind of be fine with it as long as it's not obnoxiously excessive. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a whole whole other speech. Yeah, if you, like I mean, you might forget this because we're a ways out from the game. But when, watch a pitcher uh, and see how often he grabs his opposing forearm, and that is him mixing rosin and sweat. And something else. No, it's yeah, I mean, ros- it's rosin and sweat is what a lot of them do. Maybe so a little tar. I mean, you see it on yeah, guys' to, hats, they, you see it on grip, guys' shirts. Or firm grip, something like that, and they grab their form. Like, pitchers do that all the time. You're like, why is he grabbing his other arm? It's like, because they're gripping up. So Yeah. It became one of your favorite games during the season. Where does the pitcher touch? Yeah, if you yeah, you got to wait for a, a ball to go out of play, like a 0-1 foul ball. That ball, that new ball gets thrown to the pitcher, whereas the first place his fingers touch because he's got to doctor up the new ball. Every pitcher does it, besides Bauer, I guess, who's mad about it. Bauer said it was pine tar, firm grip, Coca-Cola, boiled together in a Coke can, and maybe some rosin. And again, people, when you're when you start put, lotion, when you start putting the whole story of baseball together, the Astros literally had a cheating department, so. When when you hear us saying Coca Cola, like you know, we make some laughs on this show. Like literally, think about it. There was someone in Houston whose job was to make a stickier, better pine tar so that pitchers could throw better. And it, I mean, it all adds up, folks. It all adds up. The thing I was the thing I was missing was suntan lotion. It's not sweat. Suntan lotion and rosin is the biggest thing that guys will will do. They'll just make Vaseline and, ball. And you can't say anything about it because like, well, it's sunny out. Blue, so I have suntan lotion on, and you gave me the rosin, so go fuck yourself. Yeah, appreciate it, Blue. Get get behind uh, the plate and shut your mouth. Yeah, I gotta get another the next. Oh, noodle. All right, nudes. This next voicemail is for you. Here, buddy. Hey, boys! Congratulations on the success and growth. Hey, just wondering if Jake is going to have a Denver. Send off. Um, Colin up here in Wyoming would make the road trip to see send Jake off to New York, New York. Um, good luck, guys. Jake, I think if you have a send off, like don't have a party. No. Literally pack your U Haul, drive to some public place in town. I like that. And then you have a group of people gathered outside the Seven Eleven. Maybe five to ten show up. It's like a ship leaving the port. Uh, yeah, it's like a ship leaving the port, and they wave to you as you drive off into the sunrise because you'll be leaving very early in the morning because you need right. a head start on the road. And the sun rises in the east, and you're heading east. So they'll wave to you as you as you ride off into the sunrise at, at five a.m. in the morning. If you want to attend this send off of Jake's. It'll be uh, held March 1st at the 7-Eleven in uh, Denver by N Street. The 7-Eleven in Denver. Um, by yeah, Street, I might do I something. I, I mean, I have to tell you, if you're, if you're going to drive from Wyoming to see me, you are going to be severely disappointed. Not if you um, dance. I might, uh, yeah, may, maybe I could do something fun like that. I, I could see that. I was bummed out. I got, I got caught up. Well, it was also my first day home in 10 days, but... Uh, I was gonna go crash this. The Rockies guys I'm friendly with, they had like a Larry Walker party at one of the bars, and then I got really scared when Larry Walker did a sad tweet with the Arenado rumors. I was like, "Oh, there's gonna be a, a bunch of drunk Rocky fans and that are angry and sad in the middle of the day," which made me want to go more, but I still didn't. Um, but yeah, I, I could do something. I got a couple Denver people that have tried to hang out. I haven't been here. That's been the problem, but. Yeah, I'll do some send-off, and I'll just send roommate Jeff or something and pretend he's me. Fantastic. And and just 
maybe do the waving goodbye thing. Yeah, the wave goodbye in the morning thing. It'll be at it'll be at four a.m. Hang Coke cans from the back of the U-Haul. Four a.m. at Dunkin' Donuts, um, over on Broadway. What's up, boys? It is Jordan from Boston. Oh, didn't mean to do that, but we can listen to Jordan from Boston. Yeah, it was an accident. Where were where are they heading? Broadway and Fourth Street. Dun- Dunkin' on Broadway. Okay. What's up, boys? It is Jordan from Boston. So, quick question: I do agree with you guys that I think the Yanks are done with their offseason moves. So, when spring training com- uh, comes. What are the position battles? You know, are you thinking Andujar or Shella is a battle? I don't. Uh, maybe Talkman Gardner for center field until Hicks comes back. Maybe first base. You know, what do you guys think are the actual first base battles where spring training will actually matter? Thanks, boys. Go Yanks. I like this question, but I do think the Yanks have one more move. They have to officially sign Brett Gardner still. Oh, I, I'm announcing they signed Brett Gardner. Okay, never mind. It's Brett over. Gardner is signed. Okay. It's official as of now. As of now, thank you. Position battles in spring, Jake. Yeah. Third base. Interested to see your answer on this because I think you're about to be wrong. So. No, I think there's. I think there's a lot of like it's his to lose. Okay, you're going situations. Okay. And I think it's like I mean, well, I'm not going that route. They said that about. Geo. They said third base is his to lose. They said Voigt's got as first base. As did Voigt, yeah. Talkman and Brett Gardner in center is interesting. I also think that's going to be Guardy's to lose. I'm, I, I, let's stay on field players for now. I think Gary has catcher locked up. You're all sorts of lost right now. Glaber at short, locked You're up. A mess. DJ at second, locked up. Judge and right, locked up. I'm worried about you. Stanton. The DH situation is interesting. I think Andy Har can give Gio a, a, a little scare. Because if he's just fucking raking. You say that it's, now. It's Andy Har and Talkman, I think, you, is the Yeah, the you're starting to get there. The position battle is Talkman and Uhar in some weird left field slash DH, because you can either DH Stanton and have Talkman in left. Or potentially Talkman in center and Guardian left, which gets a little fun. Um, I mean, that just turns into what do the Yankees like. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's Talkman and Andujar um, with a with a little Mike Ford at the end of it. And I think they're doing some three-way for left, left field slash DH. Um, and I don't know. I mean, right now, uh, something so I've been... Just, just for, yeah, if anyone's confused, they're not battling for a defensive position. They're battling... For a position, for an at bat, <laughs> yeah. for an at bat in the one through nine, because you know they only one can really be in there, and uh, you know with your best lineup going forward. And I, I mean, with with how Stanton's year last year went, um, and how much money he still owed. And by the way, Mike Talkman was great last year, <laughs> not good. Like Mike Talkman was great last year. And I just think he plays superb defense. He is a lefty bat. People get too caught up in that. Even myself sometimes, I can admit that. Um, But he played great defense. He was good with the stick. Um, And you kind of take part of the load off of Giancarlo Stanton. We're not demanding that he plays that massive left field at Yankee Stadium. So I'm I'm starting to lean into talk daddy. Um, And I think like with Andujar and Ford, um, like we said last year, these things are going to figure themselves out. I didn't realize they were going to figure themselves out to the tune of the most injuries in Major League history. But Andujar and Ford are going to get their opportunities probably by the start of the season, if not early into the season. And Andujar and Talkman is low-key a lot of fun. Are you... Do you think... So you think there's no way Andujar can become the starting third baseman? No. I mean, dude, think it's spring training. And you're you're going to say this the second or third week into spring training that it doesn't matter. You're just trying yeah. to be healthy. Uh, and what Gio did last year in third was awesome. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> he's, awesome. he's a god. His, his bat was better than Andor's, right? Uh, I'd have to, I mean, I'd have to run all the numbers and read all the books. But Was Urshela's bat 
in 19 better than Andujar's bat in 18? I think it Ooh. was. What unit of measurement do you want? Do you want OPS? Give me like OPS or OPS plus. Okay. Gio Urshela, 132 games, an 889 OPS, a 133 OPS plus, 314 batting average. Gio's stupid. Gio's stupid. Get him okay. out of here. Rude. Um, Miguel Andujar, um, James, he was 297, uh, 855 OPS, 149 games played. And, I mean, I don't know if this is fair in the realms of thing. It was his rookie year. Um, but, yeah, I think Geo What's the OPS plus? OPS plus was 130. <laughs> so it's Very close. Very eerily close. Eerily similar. Defense, but one totally knows how to play leagues. defense at third and one doesn't. So. Hey, uh, Facts. I'm trying, I'm trying to not be mean about his defense anymore. I saw one overhand throw, and I'm back in, baby. I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying not to be mean about. I. I'm excited for his bat. His bat was fabulous. Okay. Know what else oh, we're I gonna th- see at spring training, Jim? Uh, some birds. Left field Andujar. Are we? Did they say that? I thought there was something semi-official, but I think Brian Hoke said it on here, and he's like a real human. Yeah, that's true. It's a good friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next. Hi, uh, this is James from Pennsylvania. And with all the Astros stuff going on, I feel like I should lighten the mood here and like not ask a question about the Astros. So a while back, you guys talked about what kind of shampoo you think Yankees players use. I have a question. If you were to have one day in the locker room and you got to join the team in the showers, would you, you know, go in your birthday suit or would you have some underwear on? Who do you think would be full nude? And who would you like stand next to and shower next to and, you know, have a conversation with? Love to hear your input. Thanks. <laughs> I laughed so much when I saw his voicemail mm. because the part that kills me, dude, is he goes, who do you think would be full nude? And- As if someone showering in the nude is the minority. No. And not 100% of the guys in yeah. this shower. Like, do you think any major league players are showering with boxers on? Like, there might be one MLB bathing suit guy, but that's just it. they're the you know who they are? They're the same guys. They're Shane Victorino and Jed Gorko or Jed, Jed Lowry. They're the double flap helmet guys. Double flappers have a good chance of it. Or, yeah, like it's just some quirky bullpen guy who gets a call for one week, and he's like, this might be my only week in the majors. I'd rather just go bathing suit guy than have these guys see my my, my downstairs mix-up. I still don't think it exists. I think it's probably – you're probably 99.7%. I mean, the majority, <laughs> the majority of people shower <laughs> naked. It's weird that I we have to say that to this caller. I mean, there's a chance it's 100%. A good chance. Uh, a really good chance. A great chance. Who are you showering chance. next to? This is a weird question, right? Oh, yeah. I think I, I go, and I asked Ploof about this before yeah. we were going on talking sure baseball. Did. I did. Uh, he said everyone has a shower buddy. It's, all, yeah. it's like you're like, hey, you ready? Let's go shower. Yeah. He's like, you know, you just got to make conversation. Right. Um. Yeah, I can't be next to like a six eight guy. Oh, see, I'm the opposite of you. I'm going next to all the big boys. I'm going next to Judge. Last year, like Dellen and Cece when they were around. I mean, flop that thing right over my shoulder, you know. <laughs> I was gonna choose Dono. <laughs> Dono's a good pick. Dono's a good pick. I look great next to him. <laughs> you think Dono uses the team shower? I don't think so. Oh, uh, he's probably got like a hose in his room. <laughs> goes, just goes hose. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's a wild question. Higgy's been friendly to us. Yeah, that's true. It'd be nice. That's true. Yeah, we'll move on. I just cracked me up that he was like, "How many people do you think go fully nude in the shower?" 
Do you think if if all this all John Boy Media stuff takes off, do you think you're gonna get into like expensive like hair products and stuff? Like to do what to my hair? That's what I'm saying. Well, there's like shampoos and stuff that are expensive, and they're supposed to take care of your hair better, and you like look better. Oh, no! I just use Head and Shoulders. Oh, you just got a hundred dollar haircut, so K Hollywood. I got a $100 haircut because I didn't want to, but I got it. And then I thought it was a good story. And then I got a, I got, I had to pay for two root canals, but I only received one root canal. (laughs) So I've been really overcharged for things recently. Got a good office. Business is going well. I'm like more in debt than I was when we were making $300 a month. I was happy with the one haircut, one root canal. I'm sad with the two root canals, one haircut. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know, I I got my head to get a root canal. It started in LA and then they charged me full price. And then they referred me to an endodontist in New York and he finished it. And they also charged me full price. And I was like, hey, come on, guys. It's like really expensive. Yeah, can we expensive. go half here or something? And did I tell you the lady at the second place goes, well, you should call up the first endodontist because they didn't end no. it. They just started no, it. No, no, no. I'm and against I said, lady too. First, first endodontist deserve full price because your face was trying to eat your face. And the first one referred me to the second one. Right. So anyway, so I, so I said back to her, I said, well, can I just say that you guys didn't start it and you just finished it? So can you give me some money off? Right. And she had no answer. She's like, well, no, no, we finished no. it. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is probably how it's going to go with them too. Yeah. You but thank re- you for not. Rivera Pettit thing going there. Yeah. Endodontist in LA saved my life. Right. Endodontist in New York helped out. Yeah. First endodontist was Pettit. He got you there. You're in the game. You're winning. And then. The last one was Rivera. Hey, one was a unanimous Hall of Famer, one's not. So maybe New York Endodontist has it. One gets the win. Starting pitchers get paid more than relievers. Yeah, it's true. These are all things I should have brought up when I was in the Yeah, office. I would go back to them. I, I went. I Even went, if it's a joke email using those examples, <laughs> I think you should reach out to both of them. I went full sad on her. Oh, got I, to. I couldn't af- I couldn't afford it. I had to like shift right. things in my credit card and stuff and I had to max out my credit card. Yeah. So I was like, "Hold on, let me let me rearrange some stuff." And I like sat down and I did it in 1 second, but I sat down for like a minute. Oh just yeah. being sad. Full sad puppy dog. You almost have to work in a fake phone call there. Yeah. Yeah. Can you help me? Maybe out? like a can- sure. uh, can- cancel the vacation. Like you had, or no, can't like cancel the honeymoon. You got to drop one of those. Like no, I'm sure later, <laughs> later in life, later in life, like well, yeah, I'm sure we'll be able to go on this honeymoon, but we just can't do it anymore. There was a big life event that I can't do anymore. Yeah, chop your nose off. I know. God damn root canals. How do we get on this? Is there a question we have to answer before we move on? Ooh. Uh, tough to say. Um, oh, I was asking about like fancy hair products and stuff. I don't know. Like I was always a hater in it, but now I'm starting to believe it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's how Hollywood people stay pretty. Hi, uh, this is James from Pennsylvania. Oh, and with same all voice the actual stuff. Same voicemail. Three words, Tyler Wade Parade. What's up? This is Rob from, uh, not Boston, Mass. Um, can we just like stick Tyler Wade with DJ LeMahieu for like a month over the the winter? Get his get his batting average up, and a uh, twenty sixth man becomes the twenty fifth man. That's all I'm asking. I want him. I love him. I need him. That's it. I know you do. T- yeah, I know you do too. Thanks. Whew. Tyler Wade parade is great. Yeah, I mean that's just a good combination of words. Yeah. We had another call that I, I didn't use because it was similar to this where they were just like, Wade trade, baby. You see his Instagram? I'm all about it. Let's go. Mm. 26, man. So the hype for Wade is is back. And w- on this very show, this very brain. Three words. Shut up, phone. I, I was like, let's not do it. I was like, Jake, make sure. 
Come yeah. spring training, I'm not excited for Tyler Wade. I cannot fall for this again. And I'm back, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm and this, I mean, this is pinnacle. This is the pinnacle of if Tyler Wade has it figured out and he's solid, I mean, we're going to be banging our chests and like, yeah, we, we believe through some shit. If Tyler Wade dupes us again, we are going to feel like such asshats <laughs> that uh, I'm here for it. I'm excited. Like, I'm so excited for the potential asshat. I'm all in. Um, give me give me Tyler Wade show. Give me death. Um, my guy, my my doppelganger. Um, yeah. Yeah. Look just like him. Eerie stuff. Uh- I mean, if he's not the 26th man, I mean, just like pinch run at the end of every game, do some shit, have some fun. It's going to be awesome. Know what, I think is, know what I think is funny that we, like that caller was kind of joking, but it's like, hey, why didn't why didn't LeMayhew and Tyler Wade get together in the offseason? Oh, because they're not friends. Um, like, well, it's, it's not a high school team. Like, <laughs> people hang out with their friends normally not on their team. Like, we, yeah. we now know that, like, Luke, like Trevor Plouffe and Ryan Braun are like good friends and they yeah. they spend their off seasons together but like if you were if we were talking about the twins 10 years ago we'd be like I wonder if Plouffe is getting together with Nick Punto and they're hitting and it's like no 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 no, no. yeah did you see Mike Francesa's tweet about TikTok I mean it's huge he said when TikTok goes public by early Often and get back in line three times. Do you know that's, I fully disagree? I think business. it's fucking. I, I think it's so fake. Right. I think all the TikTok numbers are as fake as the Facebook video numbers were like five years ago. Right. There's just no way that we join TikTok, we post one video, and we get ten thousand followers right away. Follow us on TikTok if you want. Right. But if you believe the numbers of followers that people have on TikTok and views. I got, what's the phrase? I got uh, something to sell you. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're underestimating the youth a little bit. I think it's, I think it's big. I don't think it's, I don't think we got, I think it's probably like 60% real. But also like the youth has expanded. Like picture when we first got phones and online access, it was like, if you got a phone like sophomore, junior year of high school, now, like, like kids in elementary school have phones and stuff, and they could get to TikTok. So, like, the reach is that much more. I don't know the full equation, but I think it's gr- I think it's great, but numbers are fake. Okay, I have a bridge to sell you. Is the term? Thank you, Mark Scalzo, in the chat. Thank you, Mark Scalzo, in the chat. This is our last voicemail. So, can you please answer it honestly, with integrity, with passion, and some entertainment? No promises. What's up, gents? It's Amato in California. I'm walking my dogs right now, and I'm looking at my phone, trying to compare Stanton and Judge and kind of where they're at in their careers. And I was looking at Stanton and his numbers when he was around Judge's age. He hit 27 homers and 27 homers in two consecutive seasons, and they were injury-shortened seasons. And then he blew up the following season for 59 home runs. I'm looking at the, my boy Judge, who is kind of like Stanton 2.0, and I'm thinking he's going to do one better. He's dropping 60 bombs next year. He actually hit 27 home runs himself in two injury-shortened seasons before the 2020 campaign. I'm saying Judge is hitting 60 next year. What do you guys think? I'm saying Stanton's hitting 50. We've got ourselves 110 home runs right there. 325 next season. Let's do this, baby. Go Yanks. I'm getting pumped for 2020. I hope you guys are, too. Give me your takes on the over-under for Judge and Stanton. Hell yeah, Amal. Ooh. Here's the thing. We were planning the mini episodes, or I was planning the mini episodes the other day. Sure. I was writing out the 30 players I wanted, we want to do mini episodes on once spring training starts. Now I'm writing the names, and I'm like, Cole, oh, shit, yeah, cool. We forgot we got him. And I'm like, Paxton, oh, yeah, that was a big trade last year. Second half of the season, two-thirds of his season was amazing. That playoff game, whoo. Yeah. Huge. Severino, his abilities, wow. Tanaka, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Great. Then I got uh, Glaber. Mm. I got the Gary. Got the DJ. Good. 
I got to Stanton. I got to judge. Yep. The bullpen. Oh, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, what a squad. Yeah. I got really excited. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, A, I want to thank Amato for calling in. Um, I thank mean, you, that, Amato. That is the definition of a late January <laughs> preseason baseball call. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just getting yourself lost in the sauce. And <laughs> I mean, there is a world where if you talk yourself into those guys playing 155 games apiece, um, they're monsters. I mean, it... I think if either of those guys plays 155 games, they're going to hit 45 plus home runs. Like even, um, I mean, even Stanton's first year with the team coming over to the new league, he was hurt, um, but he like played through it. And uh, yeah, I mean, Judge has had a, a few knocks now. I had a, um, Jim, I had an angry moment the other day. You want to hear about it? Yes. I love when you get angry. So hey, you know the the video game that you play to release all your anger? Yeah, Rocket League. I uh, dude, I've played in forever. They reached out to me about some sponsorship, and I was like, "You got to get in touch." I gave him all your contact, and I was oh, like, "Nice, you're, you're his therapy." Oh, nice. Oh, um, nice. Cool. Um, well, I'm hard as a diamond. Um, oh, <laughs> so I got mad. I actually haven't played. My Xbox Live expired. Um. Because that credit card, I think, ran out of money. Anyway, so I got mad the other day. I was thinking about the whole Houston thing, Jim, which I don't know if you heard about this. There's some different rumors and such. Um, I thought about when Judge got hit on the wrist by our guy. Who was it, Birch Smith? Or was Birch no, Smith no. the teammate of the guy that got him? And we just Birch love Smith. Birch it Smith. Was a, it, was, it was a Royals pitcher, uh, Junis. Or Jacob, Jacob Junis, yes. Junis, yeah. I but, just love Bert Smith. Smith. <laughs> Come on, don't do that to Bert, me. Bert Smith get us, send us into a giggle fit. <laughs> that's like uh, that's some that's some real talking Yanks uh, fandom stuff there. Birch Smith. Anyways, I was thinking about the whole Astros cheating scandal and how there's there's so many layers to it. I mean, you hear you hear a lot of the players. The first thing they jump to is how you're ruining other players' career. Like, the fringe pitcher that makes it to the big leagues, faces the Astros, gets rocked, and then he's out of baseball. Um, Mm -hmm. How about this? Guys know what pitches are coming. What if Aaron Judge knew that Jacob Junis was throwing a fastball and he can get out of that pitch and he never breaks his wrist? Oh, yeah, so a a whole new element that you're now realizing is maybe that's... But they've had injuries. Maybe not hit by pitch injuries, but they could avoid that. Right, but it's just... When, when you talk about the depths of the scandal, like, again, that would be item number 65 on the list. Shout out to Phil Hughes. Um, but, like, think about that. Like, that how was ma- a good shout out. That was a quick, quick shout out. Good how, job. Many, how many Astros batters had a, a fastball coming at their ribs and they knew it was a fastball, so they jumped out of the way? I, I mean, just a little thing, but I got mad about it the other day because um, we lost Judge for months. Anyways, taper your expectation. Let's keep them healthy as possible, and let's get 80 out of them. 80 homers between the two of them. That would be very tight. Are you looking at your screen? I did a present for you. Dude, I am looking at your screen. You're, whatever you've been doing hasn't been coming over to me. Like when you, said wow. you were sh- when you said you were showing people stuff on the screen before, it didn't come over. Oh, I know why. I'm not sending it to you. This there you go. Oh <laughs> I guess this is only good for the people that watch on YouTube. <laughs> I can't, man. All right. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Okay. I, a, for oh those God. just listening on the podcast, it was just Birch, Birch Smith, uh, the excommunicated pastor who took to baseball because his town didn't want him around anymore. Like you take, <laughs> you take the jersey off of him, and you just know what character he would be in a movie or TV show. He has a haunted past. <laughs> However, he got there, <laughs> he has a haunted, haunted past. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I got a shout. 
<laughs> I gotta show you this other one. Oh no. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're at the end of the episode. Do you have anything else that you need to say? I mean, not really. Get getting antsy for baseball. I think we all are, just like Amato's call. Um, hey, we got we got the uh, our spring training event tickets. They're up for the Patreons right now, February 29th. All you can eat, all you could drink, and I think we'll release them to the public. To the public, they'll be open to everyone on like Monday or something like that. Come through. We're gonna have a good time because that's what we do. Yeah, I'm excited for that. It's uh, food. There's like beer and stuff, right? You did it. Yeah, it's. I think it's beer and wine. I don't think it's hard liqueurs, um, but I think it's like good food. Like I think it's like tenders, burgers, and dogs, but they also have like a rotating meal, and it's like, oh, mahi-mahi. <laughs> yeah. If, <laughs> that was their tweet. They used that picture on their tweet. Happy birthday, Birch. Jim, I, I, I respect you your Twitter so much. I, I know it's, it's a piece of you. I think you have to post the, that clip of us laughing at Bert Smith and say, we're sorry, Royals fans. No, I'm not posting <laughs> I think it. you have to. <laughs> He's not on the Royals anymore, dude. He went to the Brewers and they were like, dude, cut your hair. And yeah. He, he cleaned up and he, he doesn't look better to be honest, but <laughs> no, he looks better. Don't be mean. I, it's a different, it looks better. He ended up on the Giants. He did good in 8.2 innings. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, Big man. Birch Smith pod. Yeah. So, yeah, you asked, us, you asked us questions about two of the biggest, most well-known and feared hitters in baseball. We ended up on one of the fringiest pitchers in the major leagues. Is he even, like, on a roster still? I'm sure he's like invited somewhere. I mean, it, he finished he's, the season with eight, eight, eight point two innings, only two earned runs on on San Fran. He started with Milwaukee. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for listening and tuning in. We appreciate you as always. Leave a five star review and just you know, say Birch Smith. Birch Smith. Can't. What? What do no, we start he, off with? Canceled episode. Yeah, no, Jake, what's what's uh, your uncle's name? Which one? First one you think of. It's unfair. Okay, oldest uncle. Oldest uncle, I believe, is Rick. All right, if your name's Rick, you have to leave a five-star review. Otherwise, you're not allowed to listen anymore. Them the rules. Tough rules. Yeah. No? Fair. Fair. Tough, but fair. fair. Thank you, guys. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.